2: your life so if you're worried if you're having these same uh, concerns worrying about premature death because of excess fat weight schedule your consultation today at myphdweightloss.com tell them nick wilson sent you that's myphdweightloss.com from the heart of the carolinas a breath of fresh air a voice of reason this is the vince coakley radio program I have to tell you, one of the joys, uh, one of the things that inspires me. uh, Some of the people who text into this program, you know, the text line is a blessing and a curse. It's it's kind of like everything else, like the television, the internet. There's so much, so much evil that is done with these tools. That's what they are. They're ultimately tools. But sometimes there are things that are communicated that they're, they're just pure gold. And it's the kind of thing that inspires me in what I do. Because along the way, I connect with people and hear from people who get it. Here's an example. In discussing monkeypox, I have a nephew in Texas who seemed effeminate as he grew up never shared his personal life he now has the pox and our family had band together to dissuade him from feeling he needs to take his own life feeling he has shamed the family my goodness when it hits so close to home one has to often evaluate their own stances wow this chills down my spine this texture Apparently in Western North Carolina, thank you very much for texting in This is life and death folks and sometimes your words your posture makes all the difference in the world And again, this is not making any judgments about what someone is doing the whys and wherefores It's just being a decent human being toward people Period. That's all I'm encouraging. There are a lot of hurting people out there. In any number of sins. And. Particularly those of us. Our posture. Those of us who claim to be Christ followers. We ought to be beacons of hope. And of light. And of encouragement. I will tell you. If we put out the same kinds of condemnation that many of these folks have experienced from their families and others, we're the last people they're going to come to. And I don't blame them. Do not blame them in the least bit. I want to touch on something. Well, there's a couple of things we'll get to. One of them, Ron DeSantis. And coming up, we're going to talk about the midterm elections. Now, one of the things I've cautioned about on this broadcast, while standard practice in these circumstances with the party in power in the White House, you can expect to pick up seats in the House and Senate. I'm not sure this is going to be a typical year. And I would strongly recommend a whole lot of hustling out there. We'll get to that in a little bit. But first, I want to share something. And this is for Therapeutic Thursday. I share this because I've had some connection with this family. It's a family and it's really close to my heart. A little background for those of you who may not know, those of you in the upstate may be familiar with Chris Justice. I've known Chris for years we work together at a television station in Charlotte we've been friends for years as I got to know Chris a little better through job changes going I think at one point to Nashville and then coming back to the upstate uh, he's married has children now it's so cool to watch these these people grow into their identity and their purpose things they have wanted to do all of their lives I'm really proud of Chris and I've gotten to know his family they have an apple orchard in Western North Carolina our entire family it was an annual thing for us to go to their farm and get some apples and some delicious desserts there i strongly encourage you to check it out sometime and no they're not paying me to say this they're just a wonderful family all together the justice family i'll had the opportunity to meet Corey. i probably told you last year around the same time my neighbor eric passed away horrible horrible situation with Corey's wife his wife, Bri- Brianna, while pregnant, she got the coronavirus and ultimately died. I haven't spent a lot of time with Corey as much, Chris Justice's brother. But seems like a wonderful guy. And I so appreciate the social media post he put up yesterday, I believe it was. I'm going to share this with you one year one full year since Brianna left us and entered into an eternity with Jesus while I know where she is and can only imagine the beauty and pure joy she's experiencing it still hurts like day one many have asked me Corey how do you do it how do you keep going The short answer is Jesus But a more practical answer to some is controlling my perspective everyone has the ability to get past what they're going through if they choose to we put that in all caps When we face trials in life, we, including myself, want to choose the easy road of victimhood and ask, why me, God? We choose to run from obstacles. We run from pain. We run from challenges when, in fact, the difficulties, what's going to sharpen us and prepare us for what we're supposed to be? One day, my kids will not be under my roof when life strips them to their core. I want to be a model of what it looks like to push through trials, not just talk about it. Amen, Corey. Why we do what we do is more important than what we do. If your reasoning is weak, you're not going to succeed. Tension produces greatness. Quit running from it and run to it. Iron sharpens iron, y'all. That's from Corey Justice who lost his wife a year ago. His pregnant wife. By the way... We are thankful that the daughter is with us and a real blessing not just to that family but also to the uh, matriarch of the family especially I love seeing the family pictures posted of this dear young girl what a story what a wonderful story this is and a wonderful testimony from Corey of God's grace that has sustained him throughout this past year and he's right on the money we have to make a choice are we going to control our perspective or are we going to give in to victimhood and the choice is ours stay with us this is the Vince Coakley radio program the-
1: New Moose Tracks flavors, caramel brownie, and cookie dough, both made with famous Denali Moose Tracks fudge. Look for Mayfield ice cream in your grocer's freezer. I'm Pam Warner, WBT Traffic.
2: And we continue the broadcast. Ah, boy. It's um, what I shared before the break. Um, During the break, I came across another post from my friend Chris, Chris Justice, as I mentioned, who is a meteorologist at WYFF in Greenville. And he posted a really moving tribute to his brother. As a meteorologist, I can tell you If a storm will come, when the storm will come? Corey leaned into the waves and to his relationship with Jesus and is standing today because, because of Jesus being with him. I'm so incredibly proud of the way my brother Corey has stepped up for his boys and baby Logan this year. Brianna would be so proud. I can tell you it's not easy. There have been terrible days with crippling pain and sorrow, like watching their boys color and write letters to Mama. My boy's asking to FaceTime Heaven to talk to Aunt Bree. Hmm. Little Isaac says it best. Almost every get-together a meal. Did you know my mommy is in heaven? Yes, she is, buddy. We will all see her again one day. Until then, we will keep cheering you on from down here while she cheers you on from up there isn't this moving i I just thought you would appreciate this and and again it means much more when you know the people involved and know that it's not just a matter of talk these are people who are walking the walk and it's not easy it isn't by any means and we continue to pray for the justice family as they walk through this journey and walk children through this journey. Let's talk about what is taking place in the state of Florida. And this is an issue that's going to become an issue across the country because people are starting to become aware and justifiedly so. Of what is happening to our children. I, I've, I don't know how many times I've had this conversation recently. Most of the people I talk with. Are very much against the sexualization of children. Most people are. Healthy people are. Most people think there's something wrong. When a single digit child is having identity issues. For adults around this person to encourage life changing decisions. Sane people certainly know there's something wrong with that. Ron DeSantis addressed this during a recent com, uh news conference and talked about the objective that he has communicated, which is his desire to protect children. Here is Ron DeSantis.
0: And one of the things that they're trying to do is they talk about these very young kids getting gender-affirming care? They don't tell you what that is. Is they are actually giving very young girls double mastectomies? They want to castrate these young boys? That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children' well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure. 10, 12, 13-year-old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry.
2: And he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Life-changing decisions. And as he said, most of these situations, they resolve over time. I think I've touched on this before, but I really do believe a lot of this is stirred up by social media i really do you've got people who are hearing from the celebrities and others oh i'm gender fluid i'm this i'm that it's time to just stop i was thinking about this the other day in fact i was talking with a therapist friend of mine i was so glad when i found out uh <laughs> he does not buy into all of this nonsense not in the least bit and is concerned that a good part of it is just people looking for attention and i do agree that's a lot of what's happening here it's the wrong kind of attention this is a very dangerous game especially when you're talking about doing things that are essentially going to mutilate some boy or girl forever there are certain things you can't get back You cut off appendages, you're not getting it back. It's that simple. And any adult involved, oh, Johnny, yes, we'll let you go ahead and cut it off, and you want to be a girl. (sighs) Child abuse, that's what that is. That's what that is. Texture here saying I'm surprised teachers that are sexualizing these kids aren't having their asses kicked every day by angry parents who would do that more to any other pedophile. Vince, I'd ask any idiot who thinks helping an eight year old change their sex if they would help that eight year old get a tattoo. <laughs> most people, most parents, sane ones, wouldn't even want your child to have a tattoo. Much less mutilate oneself and again these are decisions that cannot be taken back there's a book I'm planning to read it's on my list but the theme of this book is about how uh, I think it's called irreversible damage and they actually talk with people who made this decision at one point to transition and now they regret the transition guess what Can't fix it now. Can you I? Mean heck, people can't even decide what freaking store they want to go to or what fast-food restaurant they want to eat from What college they want to go to and we're letting them make choices life changing choices about gender This is just insane My goodness. <laughs> Therapist. I didn't know you lay on a couch. Actually, I don't. I said this is a counselor friend. Not someone I go to. I read a sad story about a girl that's pushed by counselors and social media to have her breasts removed at 15. Realized at 16, that was a huge mistake. She really was a girl. Too late. She was pushed due to normal teenage body images. Oh my gosh. Man, this is just this is it just grieves my heart grieves me. Mm goodness, in this texture I'm not even going to read your text the way you refer to some teachers. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to read this on the air for one. And you need to change your attitude. You really do. Um wow, I can't believe Time is zipped by so quickly. We'll, we have some other texts that we want to cover. And we'll talk about a disappointing thing from Senator Tim Scott that much more as we continue our Thursday broadcast. Stay with us.
0: Offers end soon. Call five six two three one four four six zero three for details.
2: Back on the broadcast... A couple of really good texts here. I'm almost, almost 70 years old. I vividly remember how upsetting puberty was to me. I didn't like the changes in my body. I wanted to stay the same. They are preying on vulnerable children at this age, working on their emotions when their hormones are going crazy. It's evil. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This is a great text. I love this one. Vince is a young boy. I wanted to be a pirate. I am so glad my parents didn't cut my leg off and poke my eye out so I'd have a peg leg and an eye patch. (laughs) This is brilliant. That's a brilliant post. But you understand what's going on here, folks? You know, children, these are children who... They certainly, certainly should not be trusted to make life-changing decisions like this. Huge, life-changing decisions. Let's talk about Senator Tim Scott. I remember the first time I met Senator Tim Scott. It was a night that, I don't know what the reason was. It's been years ago. But I was making an appearance on a cable network. And he was making an appearance as well. I think we were on there together. And we had the best conversation for about a half hour, 45 minutes after it was over while he was waiting for his ride. That was the very first time I met Tim Scott. Liked him. And I want to be very clear. I think he's a genuinely good guy. However, good guys make some mistakes sometimes, like this one. I don't know what was going on I think I was listening to uh, a talk show yesterday evening and the talk show host noticed this come across over social media and was just blown away (laughs) yes are you ready for this you might want to sit down all right it's an endorsement of Lisa Murkowski in Alaska yes that Lisa Murkowski oh my goodness Are you ready for Tim Scott's tweet on this? I mean, I thought I was going to throw up my dinner. I really did. Here's the post We need strong leaders like Lisa Murkowski, someone who's worked tirelessly for the people of Alaska her entire career. Alaska, please join me in supporting Lisa for Senate. Really? Oh, my goodness. Mm, mm, mm. J.D. Rucker posted this in responding to Tim Scott. Tim Scott has been a huge disappointment. This is the culmination of his failures. Kelly Shabaka will replace the feckless rhino representation Alaska conservatives have been getting from Lisa Murkowski. Thanks for playing, Tim. Now, I've not talked to Tim Scott in quite some time. I don't know what his reasoning is for this. I suspect what's going on here is Tim Scott is being a good soldier for the Republican Party, for the Republican Senate, where the goal is to hold on to every seat they possibly can. And by that, I mean, it doesn't matter who's in the seat. If the person, their voting record is as bad as a liberal Democrat, they will hold on to the seat. I know the way Mitch McConnell and people like him think. Hold on to what you have. Doesn't matter how horribly they serve the states they're from. If they're Republican, let's hold the ones that we can and try to get additional ones. That's their thinking. I suspect that's what's going on with Tim Scott. He's being a good soldier and playing along with the Republican Party strategy. But it's a terrible disappointment. Can I tell you, and I'm so glad to see it looks like my friends at Conservative Review have updated Liberty scores. Are you ready for this? Let me tell you what Lisa Murkowski's Liberty score is. It's a 29. A freaking 29. This doesn't mean this woman is a moderate. This means this woman is a lefty. It's really that simple. Do you want to hear an example of some of the things that she has done recently? And these are recent things on Conservative Review. Advance gun control legislation closer to passage without reading the bill. Fund the war in Ukraine through the end of Joe Biden's first term with a $40 billion aid package. What else was done here? She uh, also passed a $1.5 trillion omnibus funding Biden's vaccine mandates and reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act. Voted to bail out the post office and stick Medicare with the bill. What does Medicare have to do with the post office? It's crazy. Just a sampling of some of the items here. They break this down and they cover every vote. That's what I love about conservative review. 14 conservative votes, 34 liberal votes, 2 missed votes. Liberal score of 29. Congratulations, Tim Scott. I'd love to talk to him to find out what was he thinking here? I, I it just doesn't make any sense whatever whatsoever to support this woman. it's it's terrible. just absolutely abysmal. Stay with us. This is the Vince
0: Coakley radio program. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places?
1: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
2: And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the final stretch of the broadcast on this Thursday. I hope we have time to get to a story. We uh, begin first, as we always do, with a look of the day in history. A total uh, looks like nine autumn items here. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing real good. I have a I have a uh, daughter named Autumn. I mean, Autumn. <laughs> oh, okay. Isn't that nice? That is pretty cool. Pretty cool. We start way back in the year 1753. And this person became a master mason at the age of only 21. He would later become our first president. Who was this guy? Uh, uh, George Washington. That is George Washington indeed. 1873. Custer and the 7th Cavalry were attacked by this group. Who were the people who attacked them? Oh, I know it was natives. I... That's give, all That's all. I know. I'll give that to you. That's all you need. It was the Sioux. The Sioux attacked them in 1873. You know, it's funny. I did not not know this was an actual thing. I thought this was some sort of urban legend thing. But this is a person whose parents were found dead, brutally murdered. And apparently the daughter came under a great deal of suspicion. She was acquitted. Do you remember her name in 1892? Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden. Yeah. I have a daughter named Lizzie Borden. (laughs) Oh you do (laughs) not. (laughs) You know, for a second there, you almost had me. Almost. Can't trick you, Vince.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't try.
2: Nineteen thirty-six. Boy, this was a great moment. This guy won his second of four gold medals at the Berlin Olympic Games. And boy, did this really get under the skin of the Fuhrer. Who was this guy? Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens is the man. Same era, 1944. And this lady, young lady, was captured by the Nazis. We spoke earlier in the week about her writings who was this person it was Anne Frank who bless her heart you know yeah who had a
0: tougher time than bless her heart
2: oh my goodness tell me about it and Frank we also looking at a breaking news story here that we'll try to cover after this is done this president was born in Hawaii In 1961, a lot of controversy over his birth certificate. Who was this? Barack Obama. That would be Barack Obama. You indeed are correct. Next question. As you continue your sweep here, this president established the Department of Energy. Boy, they're doing a great job. Who was this president? 1979 was the year. Jimmy Carter. It was Gemma, indeed. I actually remember that. Yeah. I was nine, but I remember. 1988, the Senate voted to give these folks $20,000 each and an apology. $20,000. That's a lot of money. And it's a long time coming. (laughs) <laughs> because what happened to them happened way back during World War II. That was your hit. It's like,
1: uh, Japanese internment. You are
2: right on the money. Japanese internment camp victims. Twenty thousand dollars and an apology. Here's the one that is the trickiest question of all. Twenty twelve. This person was the first amputee runner to compete in the Olympic Games. Do you know? What <laughs> Give his me name the year is? again. Twenty twelve. Oh, uh, Jocko, Jocko, Oscar Pastorius. You are, you have pulled off a clean sweep every single question. It's because I've been spending so much time with you. I'm getting smarter. (laughs) Very impressive stuff. I was going to share an offbeat crazy story, but instead of that, I want to tell you about a breaking news story that has just come down a few minutes ago that... You should probably be aware of um as you know there's been a lot of attention on police involved incidents shootings and for that reason we have the federal government that's been looking into a number of these incidents you're probably familiar with the brianna taylor raid that took place in louisville kentucky Now, it has been announced that four officers face federal charges in that raid. The police fatally shot Ms. Taylor during a nighttime raid on her apartment in Louisville. Officials say two officers lied in order to get a search warrant for Ms. Taylor's home. Just one of the aspects of this particular story. But now, again, they have now charged... Four current and former police officers in Louisville, Kentucky, involved in that fatal raid on the apartment on Brianna Taylor, accusing them of several crimes, including lying to obtain a warrant that was used to search her home. These charges stem from a nighttime raid of her apartment. This happened March 2020. Officers knocked down Ms. Taylor's door and fired a volley of gunshots after her boyfriend shot an officer in the leg, believing that intruders had burst into the home. Two officers shot Ms. Taylor, who was a 26-year-old emergency room technician. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Merrick Garland, the attorney general, said at a news conference, members of an investigative unit within the Louisville Metro Police Department included false information in an affidavit that was then used to obtain a warrant to search Ms. Taylor's home. Mr. Garland said federal prosecutors believe that by doing so, the officers violated federal, federal civil rights laws, and those violations resulted in Ms. Taylor's death. Three of the officers also misled investigators who began looking into Ms. Taylor's death, according to Mr. Garland, including two that he said had met in a garage in the spring of 2020 and agreed to tell investigators a false story. So, again, prosecutors, federal prosecutors, going after four officers involved in the Breonna Taylor case. Of course, there will be much more about this in the days to come. Thanks a lot for joining us in the broadcast. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.